0: not here for this quality entertainment what are you probably to mock us i guess yeah
1: that's who we really want
0: if we're not above the board what are we (laughs) you know yeah we're just another couple of chums
1: i think my mom would like our show more if we didn't play board games while we talked about stuff oh yeah i just uh don't know if mom is our target audience though
0: yeah yeah. (laughs) well If it's worth anything, my mom thinks we're hilarious. Oh, that's so good. Not saying that your mom doesn't think we're hilarious. But
1: she hasn't said that, though.
0: But, come on, Mrs. Becker. I <laughs> you know we're funny. Uh-huh. We are uh, Class A comedians.
1: <laughs> Comediettes.
0: Comediettes. <laughs> that's weird. Well, no, no, that just means that we haven't made it on the big stage yet. We haven't that's been right. slapped by Will Smith yet. Oh, oh no. topical! Oh.
1: Tonight, we're playing Radlands.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. We gotta make sure they know. Tonight we're playing Radlands, a card game, basically in the vein of almost like Dota a little bit. You have like three bases and you have to take out the base with your like little heroes. The only difference is that there's not a stream of enemies for you to fight in the middle.
1: There kind of is. This is one of the things I think is kind of neat about this game is the back of the card looks like a dude and sometimes you can just play a random dude. Like a punk or whatever? Yeah, Yeah, and a punk.
0: I'm glad you were a little bit
1: impressed with my reference. There. <laughs> it's,
0: okay, I got gotcha. you.
1: <laughs> well, because it's funny because I first saw some like people at this gaming uh, meetup playing it. Yeah, I was like, oh, this reminds me of the card game Netrunner, and they're like, I eh, see the similarity, but it's very different. But you went a totally different way with it. I did. But also applicable. I,
0: for the record, have never played Dota fully, like full game.
1: <sighs> Neither have I. But. It's like I had roommates in college who were super into it when it was a Warcraft 3 mod. Like before it was a real game.
0: Yes, (laughs) me too. I know. They were like mad at me for not knowing what it was. Yes. (laughs) Like, because that was huge. I was like, 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 it's a
1: Warcraft 3
0: mod. It's a mod, guys. I was huge in Warcraft, Warcraft 3 and World of Warcraft. Sure. And then I had a friend of my roommate that was like, Have you ever played Dota? And I was like, That sounds dumb. And then when I realized that it was a mod for Warcraft 3, I sat down to play a game of it and I was like,
1: it's still dumb. <laughs> but I get the appeal. I know, I was like, this is neat. I was like, I- Just I'd rather me. play regular Warcraft. And so when I finally saw that they made it like its own game, I was like, what?
0: It's crazy. And then they made a Dota 2. So, end game, or end goal of the game is to destroy each other's three camps. Um, And you use, as any post-apocalyptic punk situation may be, you're always after water. Mad Max, you know what I mean? It's
1: very strong Mad Max vibes.
0: Yeah, it's like Mad Max slash Borderlands a little bit.
1: It's right in there.
0: Which is right up my alley. I love Mad Max. I love all the Mad Max movies.
1: Yeah, this game is dripping with style. And if you like those movies, this is your cup of tea. For your best first game experience, this is what we should take. So being it's our first game, our fans deserve the best experience. It's the very best. That means you're gonna go first and you're gonna start with the victory totem, the reactor. <laughs> And a cannon. Yeah, but we're playing the card game Radlands tonight. I, it seems really straightforward. I think the secret sauce of this game is um, this effect icons card that has a long list of icons on it. Cause uh, more or less, you just play cards and their cost is water droplets. Because we're fighting over the water. If you can pay the cost, you can put the card out. Your dudes have to line up in front of your your bases to protect them. And so you're limited to two rows of guys protecting your base. And that's pretty much it. There's also, you can play event cards that will, like, tick up. And then they go off once they've ticked all the way up. Yeah. I think that's the whole game with the main thing being these cards. And, like, everything takes two damage to destroy. Okay. And, again, we're trying to destroy each other's bases. I thought it was funny at the beginning of the rule book. It's got, like, this comic. Our tribe has water. And they're coming for it so we'll strike first. We thought if we hit hard enough, they'd go back home. But there's no home left. Because <laughs> we're in the Redlands.
0: Cannon <laughs> <Burning> air. <laughs> All right,
1: and then uh, I will be protecting today the garage, the railgun, and the supply God. depot. That's intense. I have
0: the victory totem, which is very Mad Maxian, uh, the reactor, and the cannon. Which doesn't sound as cool or as intense as the rail gun. You work with what you get. I just need, like, a weird dude playing a guitar strapped to the front of it. Yes.
1: Premier. I feel like that's, that's the next level of our podcasting ability, is I need, like, a sound <laughs> effects bank.
0: Okay. <laughs> they are being strapped to large... Yeah, Constructs. put me on a guitar in front of a car, buddy. <laughs> do we have to, like, flip to see who goes first?
1: Oh, I gave you the first player setup. Oh, got it. So, okay, be free. I'll
0: pay one water and I'm gonna play mm-hmm. this guy. I'm gonna put him in front of the reactor.
1: We're so good at playing games. Man,
0: we are excellent. You know what I'm really good at? Winning games.
1: Don't be so hard on yourself. To... This is the one. It's gonna happen. I appreciate it's gonna it. Happen your
0: confidence in me. I really do.
1: It's my go. Oh, did we? Oh, we didn't start the show. No. We gotta start the show, right?
0: <laughs> I guess we're a
1: mess tonight. Not our best show. This is like our eighth episode. It seems no, like no, we I have no. it right by now.
0: I, I know, but last time I did it, I just kept going. Yeah, it's, like, it's my line.
1: Yeah. Oh, because I think I got one terrible rhyme left. Oh, we, don't wanna, we don't want. We don't want to waste it. Yeah. Okay. You ready for this? Ready as they all ever be. When the dice drop, the beat the podcast gets sweet. Oh, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> well, it wasn't the worst one, you know. Okay, I'll take it. Was that dice? It's gonna get sweet. Here it comes.
0: <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Above the Board with Josh. And Phil. Where we stay above the board... I'm not gonna do this, guys. <laughs>
1: You finally nailed it. Let's see, man. Oh, Above the Board. It's recorded in front of a live streaming audience. Join us at twitch.tv, Above the go. Board.
0: Uh, just like every time, though, we're gonna talk about what whatever fuels... Fuels our geeky hearts, lubricates, moistens. I think it's one of the ones I said recently. Uh, aggravates even. I think you're just we're coming up with synonyms. The script is: and we'll, be, we'll playing. be
1: playing a board game to lubricate the conversation.
0: Uh, I'm flying off the cuff here, man, but you got it. So, what does that do? It keeps us above the board. It does. It does. We already talked about the game that we we're going to play, though. Today we're playing Ratlands. It was uh. It was a pretty solid intro, man. Yeah, it was good. Our
1: finest work. So, um, it's my turn. It is your turn. Don't know what I'm doing, but that's that's the fun. So, I'll pay one water to drop a gunner, and then I'll pay another water to put out a vigilante, pretty and good, then I'm good. gonna pay this last water to use my garage and uh, start a raid. Can I attack raid your raid? No, it. just inevitable. Let's try this. I'm going to junk this interrogate card, which gives me a temporary water to add the water silo to my hand. So on a future turn, I, I can get a water back. So, uh, go ahead.
0: I'm going to spend a water to fire my cannon at your camp over there.
1: <gasps> my exposed but camp? he's damaged. To my well. supply depot?
0: I'm gonna spend another water with my vanguard to take out your camp, <gasps> your supply You
1: destroyed my supply depot? I did. That was ruthless. I'm sorry, you started rage.
0: <laughs> I panicked, you know, <laughs> I panicked
1: feel like you're playing right.
0: I can also discard it anytime before the end of my turn, right? You can junk, can junk any it. or all junk of your it. cards. Yeah,
1: junk it. It's like one of my favorite parts of Mystery Men. <laughs> Mr. Furious works at that junkyard and that lady's always like, junk it. It's like, I can't just junk it, it's an armored vehicle.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm probably gonna regret doing this but I'm gonna junk this dude so that I can get a punk to protect my damage base. I,
1: I feel like you're not gonna regret it. Raid, rank one.
0: So the next one is the damage, right? Mm-hmm. Draw a card.
1: Ugh. <laughs> It's a mutant <laughs> he's ugly
0: i'm so sorry somebody loves everybody philip you know
1: he's <laughs> got a face only a mother could love if his mother was a pig all right so i think i'm gonna use my uh, gunner's ability to deal the damage to all unprotected enemies punks die because they're punks and then uh this guy's already injured so he's gonna die you dead vanguard
0: that's fine he did his job
1: and then i'll get my water back out of the water silo to Activate the railgun and kill your cannon, dude. The people I watched play this game, it took them like two hours. They're like, they're like, oh, we'll play this game real quick. I feel
0: like this is going to be a fast game. I know,
1: I f- you know, we're a third of the way done. Yeah. But uh, speaking of things that go quickly, how did you enjoy Morbius, the latest Spider-Man film?
0: Uh, thankfully, it was a fast movie. Like I told you via text. It's not the dumpster fire that people are making it out to be. does not make it a good movie. It's just not a dumpster fire. <laughs>
1: like It's more like a barrel fire.
0: Yeah, it's like one of those hobo fires. It's not, it's not, it's not good. But here's the thing, though. I don't understand the hate on Jared Leto. Because he actually does a really good job.
1: Like, he does. I mean, from the trailer, he seemed like he did fine. Yeah,
0: I enjoyed every minute he was on screen, whereas I did not enjoy every minute he was on screen as... The Joker. That was hard to watch. I did not enjoy every minute he was on screen in the House of Gucci. Hard to watch. <laughs> house of Gucci actually made me go, why is he still acting? Why are people giving him
1: roles? Was he just bringing a weird energy to those roles? Yes.
0: Have you not seen the Suicide Squad? The yeah, I've the, seen the Suicide okay, Squad. Sorry. Suicide Squad. <laughs> open parenthetical, 2016, closed parenthetical. How about that? Have you seen that one? No, I haven't. Yeah, okay, you're not missing much. Anyway. That's, that's, that's the impression I got. This is just a lot of real weird energy for the joker just th- that didn't make any sense like it didn't fit any joker archetype i feel like not that i'm the end-all be-all joker <laughs> you know authority but i just it didn't fit at all for anything mm-hmm. related to joker anyway back to morbius jared leto did a really good job uh matt smith well most people know from doctor who
1: oh he's one of the doctors yeah
0: i think he's the people don't mad i want to say he's the 11th doctor
1: you don't have to Take that risk.
0: <laughs> yeah, well I did anyway. <laughs> you know, I take risks,
1: Philip. Real dangerous man. <laughs> risk
0: taker. Uh yeah, he's the eleventh doctor. We're just gonna I'm just gonna run with it. I'm gonna own yeah, it. Fact. Fact. Checkmate.
1: change the Wikipedia
0: page right now <laughs> he's the it. 11th to, talk to. do them. it both of them both the leads were really really good they're enjoyable like they had a lot of fun like comic book movie energy it's not gonna win an Oscar no sure. you know what I mean but it's it's fun the characters are outlandish and kind of weird and crazy great cool that's what I signed up for when I came to see this movie the problem is is that the script and the movie itself is so like the editing and all that so like everywhere like there's so many scenes because it's a PG-13 movie and Morbius mm-hmm. is very much not a PG-13 character. Yeah, like they, he's a vampire. He's a vampire, uh, uh, a living vampire, but a violent one. And if you've seen the trailer, you know that there is vampire violence.
1: It's not a sparkly vampire.
0: <laughs> no, he's not a whatever a twi- Twilightian. <laughs> Fact check me. That's what they're called, <laughs> <laughs> so Lydian vampires. <laughs> but uh, no, it's like I enjoyed the lead performances. I enjoyed the like horror aspect, like a comic book horror movie. Kind of cool because there was a lot of really cool shots where a character is being stalked by something that you can't quite see or something that's moving too fast for you to see. That was kind of cool. But going back to what I was talking about, the editing being all over the place. There's like so many scenes where like there is implied violence. But because it's PG-13, they had to cut these, like, random reaction cuts where you had to, like, read a character's reaction to understand that person's eviscerated, or that person was beheaded, or that person Uh, so it's like a
1: close-up of them being like... Yeah. And you're like, oh, they must have had their guts ripped out.
0: Yeah. Like, there's a scene, I mean, it's not really a spoiler, uh, where Morbius is reviewing CCTV footage of something he did to a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. They weren't good people. But he still did it to other people. And he's at odds because obviously he's a doctor and he took the Hippocratic Oath. But he's like watching what he saw, what we already saw him do in a lengthy sequence, which was actually kind of cool because it was one of those horror elements. We're intercut with like flashbacks of him like slicing and dicing people or biting people, and then it's like him reacting and puking. What's happening? (laughs)
1: Why did he get sick all of a sudden? So do you think uh, HBO Max is going to get, like, the not-rated cut of this movie? Release the... I the Snyder know, cut? Espinosa cut. Snyder's <laughs> going to come in and recut <laughs> it for him?
0: Yeah. Something like that, man. And the script didn't make much sense. It did. I do agree with the critics when they say that it was super dated. Like, it felt like an early thousands film, for oh. sure. Like, uh, like, Just
1: literally from you describing it made me think of the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie.
0: I mean, <laughs> not far off, man. Not... As far as like quality goes, so in our our tried and true patented method of grading, um, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to Emperor Nero this. It's <laughs> like right in the middle, and it's but it's a, it's it's fucking Phoenix doing one of these like it doesn't Gladiator. You know what
1: I'm talking about? It's been too long. Uh, well, <laughs>
0: anyway, it's one of those things where like oh okay actually hang on before I finish it. The one thing that drives me absolutely bananas bonkers about this movie has nothing to do with the main movie. It's the after credit scene. (laughs) Scenes? Two. Okay. Two. They make absolute zero sense. And I'm going to spoil them for you because guess what happened? The director spoiled them for everybody before the movie was released because he tweeted about
1: it. I guess he's trying to convince people to go.
0: I guess, man. So... Like, they're the tra- just
1: setting up for future movies, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: Like, you've seen the trailer. Um, Michael Keaton's vulture from Homecoming yeah. is in the movie, right? And in- So
1: is he, like, a regular character in the movie or just He's in the not. after scene?
0: <laughs> they completely removed him from the movie <laughs> if he was ever in the movie in the first place. And he is only in the after credits scene. Here's where it gets wonky, okay? The after credit scene, the first one, is, like, a shot of the prison that Morbius was originally in uh-huh. in the movie. Uh, and it's, like, an empty cell. And then you see, like, a bright orange light similar to, like, a strange Dr. Strange spell. And then all of a sudden, Michael Keaton shows up in this prison cell, which, by the way, had a mirror. I don't know how many prison cells have mirrors. That's another thing. And he's like... You
1: gotta do your hair even if you're in prison. I,
0: can't. I mean, are you not worried about them killing themselves or other people? <laughs> like, it's a glass. Whatever. So he looks in the mirror.
1: White collar jail. And he's,
0: I <laughs> guess, man. Like, it's like, financial crimes only. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, oh, I hope the food's better in this joint. But because he's been displaced from the Doctor Strange spell from No Way Home, he... I know. Oh, that's right. They
1: are... This is technically Marvel-adjacent or whatever.
0: Yeah, and it's it's post-No Way Home. He is plucked from the MCU universe and placed in the Morbius universe, which is, interestingly enough, the same as the Venom universe.
1: Yes, I knew those were connected.
0: And... A lot of fans speculate that it may end up being the Andrew Garfield. Oh, that would Uh, be interesting. Which I think would be super cool.
1: He did so good in No Way Home. I feel like (laughs) they can bring him back.
0: I I would be okay with that. But I'm not going to get too hyped up on the idea that Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is running around (laughs) in this world. Because (laughs) it's a little bananas. Anyway, so the second one. Vulture, who's been, for whatever reason, thrown into a universe that's not his own because this is funny the director was like but also the
1: vulture is
0: that what he said well michael keaton is the
1: vulture well yeah, yeah but both scenes are the vulture both scenes involve okay. the vulture
0: and he's meeting up with morbius in the middle of nowhere like in the middle of the night okay here's what drove me insane he has his vulture suit where did he get it philip where did he get the vulture suit granted it's not the same one It's not high-techy. It's kind of like DIY-looking. You know, it's a little rickety. It's kind of like unstable-looking. But it's like he didn't build the suit. The Tinkerer did in Homecoming. Meaning, presumably, I mean, I guess we all know what you get when you assume, but, like, Michael Keaton only knew how to fly it. He didn't know how to build it. And on top of that, the Tinkerer built the suit out of alien tech from the Battle of New York, which never would have happened in the Andrew Garfield world because the Avengers didn't exist. Apparently. See,
1: I always thought it was supposed to be in the regular MCU, but unofficially. The Venom? The Venomverse.
0: No, they they initially said they were, and then they backtracked it. Uh-huh. You know? And now, obviously because of No Way Home, Venom being plucked and put in the MCU, and then being thrown back, but a piece of him stayed... Was he? Yeah. It's the one of the end scenes for No Way Home. He gets well. I, okay, at the end of Venom two, the end credit scene is he gets thrown into the MCU. Oh. And then the end credit scene for No Way Home is him trying to figure out him and, and Venom trying to figure out all the crazy stuff that's happened in the MCU because he's like, let me get this straight: there's a dude that dry, that flies a suit of armor. There's a god with a th- with a hammer, and there's a big
1: angry green guy. Oh, uh, I was like late to pick up my kid from something. Oh. So I, I missed the scene.
0: Gotcha. Well, yeah, that's what happens. And then when Strange casts a spell and throws everybody back to their home universes or uh-huh. whatever, uh, Tom Hardy's Venom gets turned back into his Venomverse. Okay. But a piece of him gets left. Piece of Venom.
1: Oh, okay. Gets left right. behind mm.
0: in the MCU. Long story short. <laughs> I mean, it's not really short. This is a very long story. Vulture meets <laughs> Morbius in the desert and he's like, Hey, I bet this has something to do with Spider-Man. And Morbius isn't like, hmm, who's Spider-Man? He's like, interesting. And he's like, well, I think that we could team up and do some good. So are these two different vultures? No. It's, Same vulture? He home... like
1: popped into jail and then he popped over they to hang out with them. Morbius?
0: They released him because he's not part of that universe. What? And now he's hanging out with Morbius. Now they're going to be like the good Sinister sticks. they They're going to be like, I don't know, the, the Six Ticklers or something. <laughs> I don't know. Something kid-friendly. I just, I don't, it doesn't make any sense. It does not make any sense, man. And then like the next Sony Spider-Man movie on deck is Craven the Hunter with um, Aaron Taylor Johnson. The dude played Quicksilver in oh. Age of Ultron. He's Craven, but again... I don't know. What are they doing? So, you see what I mean? So, like, the whole movie kind of, like, sets up this, like, future template for what they want to do. But whereas the MCU gives you a pretty decent idea. I mean, they're not doing too great right now with Phase 4. They're not, not as good as, obviously, all the Infinity War stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, you kind of have an idea. Where I feel it, like
1: they're kind there. of stretching a little bit <laughs> with the this Phase 4.
0: Yeah, with the multiverse stuff. Yeah, I think yeah, they're trying I to string
1: it. it along, string us along a little bit.
0: But I feel like they have a better plan than whatever Sony's doing.
1: Dude, they're just like trying to play catch-up. They're like still <laughs> wallowing in the fact they passed on the chance to get all of Marvel licensing.
0: <laughs> Man, that's right, I forgot about that.
1: Like they like looked Marvel in the face and was like, Spider-Man's the only thing worth anything.
0: I totally forgot. <laughs> and then, lo and behold, here comes Disney.
1: <laughs> gonna pick up on your mistake.
0: Anyway. Morbius worth seeing if you care about the Sony Spider Man what they want to do.
1: From what I saw it is of the two Venom missable. movies, I'm not it is interested. Very but I guess speaking of death reaction shots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In The Lost City, there's a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> I saw The Lost City. It's fun. It's it's highly entertaining. Yeah. Brad Pitt is incredible <laughs> in this like would you weird half cameo.
0: Would you equate him to Tom Cruise and Tropic Thunder? Uh, as far as like quality
1: yes yeah yes I mean it's not as off the wall as Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder <laughs> but it is amazing <laughs> It's one of my favorite and characters It's funny. I think this is the first time I have found Sandra Bullock entertaining
0: yeah wow. hey <laughs> and it's first time for everything
1: and uh, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it was a cute funny movie and uh Daniel Harry Potter what's his real name?
0: Oh uh, Radcliffe
1: Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe okay um, yeah he's really great as like a weirdo villain and it's like really amusing and it is there's like a ton of like people will die and they'll be like oh my gosh he's dead
0: like freak out it's so funny that's hilarious you see this one is done correctly
1: yes it's very entertaining i
0: feel like in morbius they're just doing it to like sell the core aspect of yeah it. but like with horror comes gore
1: there's gonna be an hbo max <laughs> snyder cut
0: snyder more it's black and white yeah Jeez, if it was black and white, dude, you wouldn't be able to see anything. in Cause like one of the complaints, I didn't really mind, cause I'm like, whatever. It's you, it, you can tell from the trailer that the special effects are not not great. <laughs> you know, when he uses his echolocation, it's just everything turns into like a smoky mist, and you can't tell what's going on. You're like, what? Why? <laughs> is that so bad? It's harder to see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Maybe that's where the whole blind is a bad thing comes from. Cause yeah. And then uh, they also there's like a thing in the very beginning of the movie where he's capturing the bats to study them to like work on his cure or whatever. And he's like, careful, vampire (laughs) (laughs) bats. It's very funny. Vampire bats can down an animal ten times its own size in a matter of seconds. (laughs) And there's like a a shredded cow, (laughs) like looks like a carne asada taco, just spilled out all over this cliff. And these people are like, oh, and they basically turn vampire bats, the least dangerous bats, into piranhas. It's so funny to me. And throughout the movie, like they keep referencing how dangerous vampire bats are. I'm like, what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe in the venerals. All I can think about is your kid tell that story about a bat. Oh, <laughs> <little> Jaguar face. <laughs> it's like the longest story she was like so what good. five at the time yeah and it's like the story is she saw a bat
0: well she saw a bat attack somebody
1: but the way she tells it it takes like 10 minutes that's fine. That was i loved
0: it that was a traumatic moment for her i think that's when she realized that the woods aren't exactly safe
1: there's a lot of dangerous woods in the lost city only, I'm only coming back to it because there's one thing I want to say. Yeah, Channing Tatum is highly hilarious. Yeah, he's, and yeah. it the movie made me realize I want to see like a Dumb and Dumber movie that's Channing Tatum and uh, John Cena. Oh, like, would that not be amazing? That would like, be. I'm like sad because I feel like Zoolander took the plot that should be <laughs> Channing Tatum. Well, so, do you want
0: them to be like a Dumb and Dumber like in a Zoolander type setting, or do you want yeah, it to be like a hey, off the walls? like peacemaker type thing where they're both not necessarily superheroes but they're just like well, action saying.
1: heroes yeah i don't know because i like i feel like whatever because channing tatum layers in the movie and that he's trying to be an action hero yeah but he's just like a scaredy cat yeah yeah, yeah. gotcha <laughs> and you know we've we talk about how john cena's intensity so is good. amazing yes. to us so good i don't know I, th- I think maybe they should be like firefighters who get like lost in the woods fighting the <laughs> california wildfires <laughs> Pretty good. they're just like incompetent at survival skills yeah but like try really hard it seems
0: like that would be like that sort of just a bunch of idiots but elements. like
1: but they take themselves very seriously yes. I think is like the magic yeah like I agree. a dumb and over I'd I'd, yeah. I'd I'd
0: pay be, I'd pay for a ticket to see that
1: that'd be amazing I would I would pitch in on that Kickstarter
0: Raiders strike
1: so you have to damage one of your camps
0: Anyone? It's your choice.
1: I'm gonna play a sniper behind my vigilante. Play this mutant. Look at that guy. See? A face only a mother pig could love. It's pretty, uh... grow <laughs> Yeah. With my one remaining water, I'm gonna use my garage to start another raid. So Let's good. go, boys. Rain party. I'm done. I'm right. out of all the things. I'm gonna
0: get my three water back. I'm gonna discard my water tower to get a water.
1: You can hold your water silo as long as you want. You don't have to... Get yeah, I know. One. All right. Oh, big turn coming.
0: Uh, I wouldn't say that.
1: <laughs> I'm going to play
0: this Truce card then. Two water. And then all of our cards go back to our hand, including yours. Oh, yeah.
1: Stinks for me.
0: I feel like I should hang on to this dude, but... I
1: don't know. This game seems like it's better to put your guys out.
0: But I feel like he might, like, come in clutch.
1: Because they have to be out of turn before they do their thing.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to put Robot Dude... But when he comes into play, I can repair. So I'm gonna repair my camp so that you can't take that out real easy. Nice. And you know what? I'm gonna junk this and start a raid. I'm gonna
1: drop a sniper back out for one. I'm trying to figure out if I should replay one of these guys you maybe put in my hand. Or if I should store the water. I don't know. I feel these guys are better when they're on the field. I'm gonna try this maneuver. I'm gonna junk this guy to advance my raiders so you take a damage. Same as last time. You get to choose. And then I'll use my last water for the turn for the garage to start up a new raid. Your go. Oh no, this guy's belly button's hanging out on this card. It's like bald guy with a Santa beard <laughs> and his belly button sticking out. Well, I guess in the Radlands, lands, it's so hot you want a crop top. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so hot right now. Oh man. Can I hold out long enough to start another raid and maybe get one of your camps down? Or should I just attack one of your dudes? Hmm. Choices.
1: You know? so that's what makes a good game when you're making choices. Uh, I feel like, like that's why Candy Land is garbage. There's no choices in that game. It's true. Like the only real choice you make in Candy Land is can you get away with cheating while your kid's not looking, so the game will end. I always cheated in her favor though.
0: That's good. That's very nice. Punks can't attack, can they? They're no, they have chill. no abilities. Yeah,
1: they're just there to be shot. Because <laughs> they're punks. Yeah. Let's see, raid advances.
0: So I feel like if I take out your garage. I sever your ability to to raid me. Yeah, uh, I'm putting that easily, to work. Rather. for yeah. sure.
1: Pay two for my sniper to damage any card, so I'm gonna kill your reactor. I'm spent for the turn.
0: Uh, but that was set up for the show Severance.
1: But. Oh, <laughs> it's a show called Severance.
0: Yeah, on Apple TV. Uh, right. it's Starring Adam Scott.
1: Oh, is this the one man. where they wipe their minds while they're yeah, at work? Man. It's wild. It seems really cool. It
0: is a wild
1: So you watch show. the whole thing?
0: Well, all that it's... it's the finale's Friday. Huh. Uh, and it's... Man, I can't recommend the show enough. Like, I am honestly, like, super obsessed with figuring out what's going on in the show.
1: <sighs> that sounds so interesting. It's, um... Because, like... It's the first show that's made me, like, I really wish I had Apple+. Plus. So it's called well, Apple, Apple TV. TV. Sorry, whatever. <laughs> Apple Flix. <flicks>. Who cares? <laughs> Apple Blues. Apple
0: Jacks. Apple Jacks. <laughs> we'll call them Apple Jacks. <laughs> the uh, the premise for those who don't know is there's a, like a conglomerate. Like corporation that has a floor where if you work on this floor, you voluntarily undergo this procedure to have your memories severed, meaning that when you're at work, you only remember what you do at work, and when you're outside of work, you don't remember anything about work at all. Like you don't remember who you work with, you don't remember what you do, you don't remember anything. And then they call each version of themselves inis and outies. So if you have a family, while you're at work, you have no idea who your family is. You don't. Well, you don't even know you have a family. Again, if you're outside of work, you have no idea. You know that you go to this building. You remember walking in, but when you get in the elevator, go down to your floor, you don't remember anything. There's a lot of really cool twists that I don't want to spoil
1: for I, you. I hope so. I guess kind of my non-spoilery questions. Hopefully, they're not spoilery. Do you get to see both sides? Yeah like the whole show like episode one you see him in the office and out of the office yep interesting cause
0: it's uh you get to see Adam Scott's character he's the main character so it's in the trailer so it's not really spoilery the premise of the first episode is he comes like his wife's dad he's a widower okay and he works at this company he has no idea what he does on this floor um does but he knows that he voluntarily did this thing and he did it as a coping mechanism to deal with his wife oh okay in past interesting and his sister on the outside is like it's not healthy that's not therapy and he's like i mean it worked like sure i'm fine And obviously it's not fine because like you know all his friends are like it's crazy that you would just like do that to yourself and he's like i mean it's
1: so it's like public knowledge that this company does this yeah interesting yeah. it's
0: part of the like marketing scheme like come work for us on this floor and you can undergo this and you get paid a lot more and you you know you're just a super productive employee for mm-hmm. this company. So he's like, after working or whatever, he comes home. And then there's a dude, like his best friend at work just isn't there anymore. And they say that he was let go. And then outside of work, his best friend from work shows up. But you don't know who it is at first. And he comes up to him and he's like, dude, who? Like you're freaking me out. And he's like, hey, it's Petey. I'm your best friend. So he like... Knows what happens at work. So he. it's revealed that he underwent a oh. procedure to have the chip removed. So uh-huh. that he can remember everything. And then he's trying to convince Mark of a- Adam Scott's character. Interesting. Of all this shady stuff with the company. Very
1: interesting. So
0: it's super well written. It's got John Turturro in it. Christopher Walken's in it. Oh, nice. Uh, Zach Cherry, who's the uh, the comedian from uh, MCU fans that know him as Do a flip, Spider-Man! <laughs> Uh, He's also the dude in Shang-Chi who was, like, commentating the fight on the bus or whatever.
1: Oh, nice. That's the same dude.
0: Uh, (laughs) But he's in it. He's hilarious. He's great. It's just, like, man, like, I haven't thought about a show this much since...
1: Was (sighs) the memory severed?
0: Yeah. Man, (laughs) man. Honestly, though, dude, like, as far as trying to figure out what's going on, I haven't thought about a show this much since Lost.
1: Straight up. Straight
0: up, man i know that would hook you that's why i was hesitant mm-hmm. but i had to think about it, it
1: seems good because I, I like <laughs> it. like eternal sun eternal sunshine of a spotless Spot mind yeah
0: that's a great movie like
1: like i like that movie i yeah. feel like you get those vibes from the severance trailer also you describing it makes me remember the ben affleck john woo film pay paycheck it's a oh, deep cut. Yeah, <laughs> where he's like a reverse engineering expert. Yeah, and he like <sighs> gets his memory wiped while he reverse engineers something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. instead of a paycheck, he got like ten random items in an envelope. <laughs>
0: yeah, I remember that. that is, I forgot John wounded him. It's a treat. Yeah. <laughs> is it?
1: Um, it stuck with me though? Of all the junk movies I watched back then, I still what? think about you know what it junk occasionally.
0: Stuck with me. <laughs> Rain of fire.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: That's a good one. Rain of Fire is a horrible movie, but man, does it stick with you. But yeah, no, dude, like, I I cannot recommend Severance enough. Uh, like I said, that's why I hesitated to, like, throw the Lost no, that's thing fair. out there. Because I know that you're a big fan of it. But it's like, man, I really, though, like, after, I think there's eight episodes out right now. Ninth one's coming on Friday, and it's the finale, season one finale. Did just get renewed, so. Nice, it's but not- it's
1: also, I can live my dream of just binge watching it all. Exactly. Cause it is—it's the weekly weight is what Ruin Lost. I'm convinced. That's
0: dude. Yeah, I because I binge watched episodes like one through seven, like while I was working one day, and I was like, oh "My gosh, the show is so good!" And I'm not gonna lie to you, man—I was that fan that immediately after I was done watching what I could watch, went to like Reddit forums to like read people's theories. Like, oh to see, yeah, like what they were saying. And there's like some bananas off the wall stuff, but like there's some stuff that I feel like the writers are really not you know plug it from. but mm-hmm. are happy that people picked up on like little clues and stuff like that but there's so many cool twists with the characters and like what the company is doing uh oh patricia arquette's in it too like she's one of the main
1: i should know who that character. is
0: character i know her from um <laughs> stigmata that horrible horror movie from <laughs> the 90s now she's she was i feel like she was in a procedural show like a Law & Order movie? Everybody's in a procedural that's show now. True. They're all
1: procedural shows.
0: Uh, Anthony Anderson was in a Law and & Order and I didn't realize that until the trailer for it to come back. <laughs> I was like, what is he do?" Oh, that's right. Law and Order-ish. It- <laughs> Please give me that. I'll watch it. I don't care. Severance. Check it out. So good. It's worth paying for a month to watch it. I
1: will. I will. Back to Rad Gotta keep it right. While rad, I'm bro. doing, while
0: I'm figuring out this, is there... What movie, what are the movies you see? Sonic, right? I saw
1: Sonic today! And our podcast Topical. listener is gonna Topical. be like, that came out a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not out yet, except for the special early showing that uh, I went to and got a poster. If you enjoyed the first Sonic movie at all, then you'll like the sequel. I did and enjoy it. I also think they did much better with the fan service. It's like, when the people got upset about how horrible horrible sonic looked before they redid the graphics i think they leaned into that there's so there's like multiple references to the like Sonic meme of like the weird deformed sonic cartoon there's a ton of references to video game stuff like they have the chaos emeralds and the master emerald and the trailer shows like knuckles showing up and dr robotnik looks more like dr robotnik in this one and it's pretty silly it's kind of over the top i think my biggest Praise of this movie is they just let Jim Carrey be Jim Carrey. Like, he's like full Jim Carrey mode in this, and it's really fun. That makes me happy. Especially
0: because poor dude was just, he's just done. Like, Hollywood. He
1: seems so done with Hollywood. Uh, But this was like. I'm glad that he's maybe
0: his swan song.
1: He did. I feel like I recently saw some article about how he's like retiring from Hollywood or whatever, which makes me sad because this was like full on. You know the mask Grinch who stole Christmas vibes, <laughs> like nice. of him just like being off the wall, Bananas. like riffing on stuff. I'm alright with that. It was, it, it, he was super entertaining, and Adam Pally is in it again as like the the dopey deputy <laughs> or whatever. He only had like two lines in the first one, and I he's got like I have no idea. You're he's got about. like ten lines in this one. <laughs> so if you saw <laughs> the show Happy Endings, he played the dude Max. Got it. And apparently he's, like, bros with Ben Schwartz. Yeah? Oh, no, I do know what you're
0: talking about now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
1: I think he's hilarious, and I found this thing where, you know how they, like, fired Conan to, uh... Oh, no, it was before they fired Conan. It's, like, when Leno, like, retired from the late night show, Mm. and, uh, Conan was gonna take over. Mm. There was, like, a week, because Conan's studio was in L.A., and Leno's studio was in new york or whatever so it's like a week of transition before they switch shows and they just had like random people do the tonight show and adam Pally got to host it one night nice. where ben schwartz was like his you know guy on the mic that he threw the to sidekick or whatever. yeah yeah and but apparently it was like there was like a, a snowstorm that showed up <laughs> in new york so there's like no audience Two of the guests couldn't make it and were, like, via camera before everyone was doing Zoom, you know? Because this was, like, 15 years ago. And he's like, it is the worst night Show ever. Like, NBC tried to destroy it so no one could ever find it. And so I found it. Oh, and, uh, I found some, like, place to download it. I'll have to share it with you. Nice. It is so funny. It's like, he, like, splits the pants of his suit while he's interviewing someone. <laughs> like and him and Ben Schwartz keep trying to riff on stuff but there's like no audience and so they're like well guess that's not funny couldn't get the cameraman to laugh that's hilarious. it's like the best worst show it's awesome and so I like I think he's funny in everything I see him in and his like five lines in Sonic cracked me up oh it was fun seeing it tonight too because since it was like the premiere like all the Sonic fans were there so I was like Emily do you think somebody dressed up like a Marvel release she's like not for Sonic did they? Let me tell you, there was a dude standing in line for popcorn with, like, Sonic uh, yoga pants on. <laughs> and, a t- and, like, a tail. And it was only one tail, so I don't know if he was, like, a furry or if he was dressing up as tails. Ugh. As a kid, I thought tails was so cool. I was like, of course you'd use two tails as a helicopter to fly. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. But as an adult, I'm like, wouldn't they just get tangled up on each other as soon as start twirling them?
0: No, he holds them out. <laughs> but
1: they're <laughs> like, spinning! Little, like little...
0: Rotor blades. But they're spinning. <laughs> no, he just keeps them nice and stiff. But they're spinning. But does a helicopter <laughs> Does the helicopter blades get tangled up? No, because there's like a like a joint. Yeah. Like Well maybe he's got a weird mutated tail. I know, isn't a... that horrifying? No. What's horrifying is a fox or whatever he is wearing shoes and with a double jointed tail. Talking to a, a hedgehog with shoes. <laughs> They can run real fast. Whose best friends? Well, frenemies, I should say, with an echidna with massive. Voiced by Idris Elba. The it's so weird. <laughs> I've ever seen. You know what's even weirder than all of that to me? Though, have you seen the the Xbox promotion for the movie? The furry controllers. Oh yeah! I cannot even do, that. dude. It's I disgusting. straight up entered that contest. I entered that. I
1: retweeted it. You better and? sell
0: them. If you win, you better sell them. Dude, that'd
1: be such a dilemma. <laughs> I'd
0: sell them in a heartbeat, because there's no way I'm buying to get with those things.
1: I was like, you just can't feed them after midnight,
0: because <laughs> it'll That's turn so into griblets. I like the uh, IGN did an interview with Idris Elba on the red carpet during the premiere, Yeah, and they're like, look what we brought, and he brought out the red controller, and he started to walk away. He just was like, nope. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's it's a Microsoft promotion is so like it's gross is what it is
1: <laughs> before the movie started since it was like the special premiere they did this like rapid fire interview with ben schwartz and idris elba and they're like who is better at video games and ben schwartz is like better be me he's <laughs> handsomer than me he's more talented than me <laughs> like <laughs> i just want to be better at video games and then it like cuts idris elba and he's like mm, probably ben schwartz <laughs> All right,
0: well, I'm gonna play this dude and set your guy back.
1: Oh, nice. Cause I was like, if you don't stop my raider and my sniper, I'm gonna get you again.
0: Dang, man. That's gonna start a raid. To Spicy. To say,
1: well, I'm gonna pay two to snipe this and do a damage there. Oh! Big money move. I can advance my raiders because of the garage.
0: Oh, well that's dumb. <laughs> Cause I was about to take out your super rail gun and then I was gonna take out your pyro. And then that probably would've been all I've been able to do.
1: <laughs> so I got you.
0: Say I told you. <laughs> what did I tell you?
1: You wanna play again? What do
0: you I don't believe? care. We can. Yeah, so, sure. Why not? No. We still got a few more things to talk about. Yeah, might as well.
1: Okay. So you've been reading some comics lately. I have. So, so tell me about really Slumber, which um, I hear is a sleeper hit.
0: Look at that joke coming back. It's uh, an image comic. Just debuted this month. So, uh, is
1: it a trade like a graphic novel, or is this like a no, weekly, it's, it's, or it's uh, or uh, weekly or monthly okay. or whatever? Probably weekly or
0: bi-weekly, maybe, because I think the next one comes out next week. So, it's written by the guy who wrote. Apparently, there's a lot of Child's Play comics.
1: No, oh, okay.
0: It. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't aware of that. But it's kind of cool. But it's written by him, uh, and essentially, the premise is that there's like this girl, like she gets paid by people to fight. Other people's nightmare. So, like, there's this, like, Monsters Inc. type tech where she goes into, like, a door that's, like, into your nightmare that's, like, plugged in your brain, kills your nightmare for you, and, like, wipes it out. Okay. And, like, her partner is, like, this, like, orc dude. They haven't established if he's, like, from the dream world and he can come in between. But he's, like, a samurai, orc, goblin kind of guy that's, like, kind of just, like, straight laced, like, ones and zeros type, like, we have to focus on the mission kind of thing. And she's, like, this hard day drinker. Uh, cynical, I guess, worldview. Cynical, like she's seeing all these monsters and all these like horrible thoughts and nightmares that people have of like really dark stuff. Like, there's a couple things that's like, whoa. But um, there's uh, a serial killer who hunts people through their nightmares and can cross into like the physical realm. But only by possessing whoever's nightmare they're in, whatever this thing is, possesses their body through their nightmare, and then cause them to commit murder, and then they typically they kill themselves afterwards. So she's now hunting down this thing
1: via people's nightmares. nightmares.
0: Yeah, because in certain people's nightmares, she sees these sigils that keep popping up that are linked to something that she Interesting. knows or that she thinks she knows. It's really good, man.
1: That's, wow, that's, like, a lot for one issue.
0: Yeah, it's not a long issue, and it's just a lot of, like, kind of world-building.
1: That's interesting.
0: But I enjoy it quite a bit. Like I said, I'll let you take it home with you. And it's great. I love it. It's just so good. Like, her partner, like, he's fantastic. Like, there's a sequence where she... Goes nuts on a bunch of carnival monsters because she sees the sigil and she's like, Who sent you? And she, like, has a sawed-off shotgun as her, like, primary weapon. So she just starts, like, shooting these things and it makes, like, more and more nightmares because they're getting mad and, like, want to fight back. The person whose mind she's in, it's his psyche, like, fighting back. Uh So, like, all these monsters start building up, and he's like, we really shouldn't be doing this. Like, he's like, she's freaking out, and he's, like, super calm. He's like, (laughs) this is not appropriate. You should really stop. Interesting. And then she keeps doing it, and eventually he, like, has to pull out a sword and, like, fight off a bunch of these monsters and, like, physically drag her out of the nightmare. And, like, afterwards, she's like, are you eating human flesh again? And, like, it pans over, and he's, like, eating a leg. And he's like, I found it in there. Ugh. (laughs) So, it's really Bizarre. It's really good. I enjoy. It. Also picked up the new run of Ghost Rider. There's two issues out so far. we are setting up Ghost Rider to kind of be like the Hulk a little bit, not like in strength, but like there's two separate
1: identities that oh. don't
0: communicate.
1: Oh, was the, was the Ghost Rider always like that?
0: No, like Johnny Blaze knew what he was doing he was just powered by the spirit of vengeance okay Ghost Rider like he would choose to attack somebody but use the Ghost Rider's ability and now they're like essentially once Ghost Rider becomes Ghost Rider it's Ghost Rider like the spirit of vengeance doing everything and Johnny Blaze is kind of like in the back
1: is he aware of it though? uh
0: not at the moment like, not in that moment, but, like, when he comes out. Like, they're
1: not, like, talking to each other. It's just, no. like, when he comes out, he's like, Oh, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. That okay. Kind
0: of like, just, like, waking up and, like, everything's on fire. But, like, the first issue in the new run sets up to where something, mm-hmm. uh, presumably supernatural, has imprisoned... Ghost Rider and Johnny in this like kind of like limbo thing and makes Johnny think that he's living in a perfect suburbia life but there's like all these like little weird things that he hallucinates and sees because like the accident happens in this life that he's living that gives him the powers but after the accident in this life the Street of Vengeance doesn't come to him and says, Hey, you know, let's team up and let's become this anti-hero or whatever. Mm-hmm. He just heals. But after he heals, that's when he starts seeing all these weird things aren't quite right, like Matrixy type stuff. Mm-hmm. And then eventually there's like a wizard, essentially. <laughs> like, not a Doctor Strange wizard, but like a, like a necromancer, I guess. Okay. Comes, like, finally gets through to him and he's like... Let me show you what you've actually been missing. And awakens hit, uh, the Spirit of Vengeance in him and shows, like, the real world It's kind of gone a little bit crazy. So now Spirit of Vengeance and Johnny are trying to get out to, like, actually go set stuff right and figure mm-hmm. out who put them in this, like, weird little
1: limbo. But it's pretty so good. So he's kind of a Punisher type, I guess?
0: Yeah, kind of. Like but a supernatural. But more supernatural, yeah. 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 Okay. More fighting demons and monsters versus people.
1: Oh, Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Parachute base, pillbox, cash. As in a place to hold things.
0: (laughs) I got a catapult, an atomic garden, and an outpost. Yours
1: are much more pleasant than mine. (laughs) Maybe Uh, not the catapult. That (laughs) dude holding two Molotov cocktails flying through the air. Uh, Oh, we didn't flip for it. Do you want water or ready?
0: Let's try that again. Flip for it, Uh, I call it in the air, I'm going to say water.
1: (laughs) The first one was perfect. All, All right, I'm first. So I only get one water on turn one. Uh, I'm gonna play the scout, and it's your turn.
0: So did you have a good birthday? Uh, Yes, thanks. Happy, happy birthday. Yeah. Even though
1: I texted you on your birthday. I got it right yeah, this time.
0: You did, nailed it. only took me 10 years, <laughs> but I got it. I'm not, uh, not gonna lie, you know what helped me uh, figure it out? I remember you telling me that Lego Star Wars was came out on your birthday. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, this came out today. Oh, it's Phil's birthday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice.
0: So you said you picked that up though?
1: Yeah, I did. I've only played like an hour and 15 minutes or so. Played co-op with my daughter, which is most of the reason I, I wanted to have it. And uh, dude, it cracked me up. Cause she's like, does this mean this one has Rey in it and I can play as like the girl Jedi or whatever? I was like, yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: and then when it starts, you can pick like which trilogy you want to start your story in. Nice. And so I was like, do you want to start with Rey or with like Luke and Han? Or, like, Anakin and Jar Jar. And she's like, Pfft, Anakin and Jar Jar. <laughs> the part of you so, was like, oh. so we start at episode one. And in the second mission, I think, you unlock Jar Jar. And she's like, how do you switch characters? I'm gonna be Jar Jar. It's <laughs> hilarious. It was awesome. But it's really Because we played a ton of LEGO episode three. LEGO episode three is really good. And it's, like, backwards compatible on Xbox. 100% picked that up. Like, it's got this split-screen tech where if you're on the same screen, it's all one screen. But as soon as you split up, it draws a line down the middle. I'm I'm talking about the old game, not the new one. (laughs) And so you can, like, go apart and it'll, like, keep your relative position by moving the split line based on, like, where you're going. Yeah, yeah. And it's got, like, this whole mode where it's, like you summon vehicles to conquer bases and stuff episode three like lego star wars is probably the best one yeah i've only played an hour and then you can already like use jedi mind tricks to like take control of any like there's characters marked or whatever Mm -hmm. so i did take control of some rodians in a bar fight situation it's crazy
0: did you shoot shoot first
1: uh yeah (laughs) that was my real problem because it's kind of open world and it's lego so you smash all the lego things to collect the studs which you use to buy upgrades and i keep like accidentally hitting people on the street and so this like Rodian gang like turned on me (laughs) like this is like whole klaxon alarm going off or whatever and (laughs) and emily was in the next room like
0: what is that noise it was a terrible noise
1: it's like i'm sorry i'm using my new dolby surround sound (laughs) to play lego star wars (laughs) out of all the games (laughs) Yeah, so it's top notch. If you're looking at the comment from my friend here yeah. asking about their feet stuck in the toilet, we played the uh, D20 Star Wars role playing game, and I played as a Rodian named Bleedo. <laughs> Sounds and like someone
0: get their foot stuck in the toilet.
1: <laughs> at our most epic moment was we were trying to like escape something or whatever, and like we ducked into the bathroom, but they followed us in there. <laughs> Like, it wasn't, like, a good hiding spot. And so my plan was to stick my foot in the toilet and flush it and yell, Help! My foot is stuck in the toilet! And in their confusion, I shot them first.
0: (laughs) In their confusion? What is happening?
1: (laughs) And then, uh... It was ruthless. That's so good. It was. It was like that and our friend who was always, like, trying to be funny. Played a Wookiee, I think, and nobody could understand what he was saying. (laughs) So we kept ignoring his ideas. (laughs) <laughs> nice. yeah so lego star wars skywalker saga is so far pretty thumbs up because it's like you play through the missions like real quickly it's got a good like little golden marker on the board to like help you find your objective because it's like we're in the underwater gungan world or whatever and i was just like exploring finding all this random stuff that's where we figured out the mind control stuff those little things the gungans write on like you can use your mind those little duck thing. yeah so you can use your mind control trick on it to like control it or to like make it panic and run crazy everywhere (laughs) Nice. (laughs) or to like distract it and it like plays music and like starts dancing or whatever (laughs) unlike the other lego games it kind of hits it like the story is more straight up like the story they picked the dialogue from the movies to like make it keep going forward Mm. but like the animations like in the background is like silly lego stuff yeah so like you know in episode one when they first get to naboo uh qui-gon like tackles jar jar in order to, like, save him from the tank or whatever. Yeah. It's that scene, except, like, Qui-Gon is big enough that the tank, like, every little pip on the bottom hits Qui-Gon in the head. And he's like, dum 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 dum, dum. And so nice. that was, like, really funny, but it, like, didn't change any of the story. It's nice. just, like, a funny thing that happened.
0: This classic Lego Star Wars humor. Oh, yeah. Or Lego games humor. Yeah, so
1: it's pretty great. I think it's so good, it's like I get nitpicky, yeah. where I'm, like, annoyed that... It, you can't like invert look i'm a inverted y axis person and i i think it's because i'm an old man i think i don't think kids today understand no, anything the, about don't understand the benefit of pushing and pulling like because all games now default to like up yeah. and down or whatever and i tried to change it but i think the settings are such that it like applies to both players i could be wrong but you have to change your y invert for regular camera control and separately set it for aim controls and separately set it for driving controls <laughs> Jeez. and so i just got lost and i was like i just got this game i just want to play it so i turned it all off and just struggled through it anyways but it's fun like all the little kyber bricks to find and there's like a skill tree now like the upgrade system is different like you collect these little kyber bricks and then you spin studs and kyber bricks to pick leveled and so there's like Ten character classes and so you pick like which character class you want to add new abilities and upgrade on and stuff interesting so it's like all the classic lego game goodness but like fresh new paint
0: yeah and it's star wars Can't yeah
1: super excited yeah. although i'm not gonna lie i kind of dread playing through episode nine
0: well i <laughs> dread everything with episode well maybe nine. maybe i'll I enjoy watch, it i would maybe watch more watch be game before i watch red skywalker
1: that's what you texted me
0: <laughs> i did <didn't> I? yeah <laughs> I And I was
1: like, that's
0: good. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would I would sit in a theater or at home and watch more beats again from start to finish, unironically, before watch Rise of Skywalker from start to finish. It's just that bad, man. It's not good. It's
1: like our a running theme. It really is. It's just bashing on Rise of Skywalker. <sighs> Alright, I'll make a big move this turn. So with my parachute base. I can play a person and use their ability and then damage them. So I'm gonna junk the, this card in my hand for a water. Bust out my water silo for a water. And then Molger Stang cost four. Jeez. So he's gonna come out, he'll come out here. Come out swinging. And he pays one to destroy any camp.
0: My gosh, <laughs> that's ridiculous.
1: It is ridiculous. I think I'm gonna destroy your Atomic Garden. All right. Which feels hateful. That's fine. And so that is it. Oh, he's damaged because he parachuted it.
0: That's what he gets for parachuting, I guess.
1: And, uh, go ahead.
0: Uh, alright. i want to send out this scout. I'm going to catapult him. Do I want to take out your parachute base or do I want to take out your cache? Or do I just want to damage your other base?
1: I just feel like strategically you don't want to leave them all damaged because then they can repair them.
0: All right, so I'm going to throw that scout. Oh, he's going to take out
1: your... A parachute base. That's fair. I, like, picked it thinking it wouldn't be good, but seemed pretty good with Molgar Stang.
0: <laughs> he's got broken legs now. But you have an event in play. I can damage a card.
1: So I'm going to take all that out your cash as well. Nice. Crap. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like, he's thinking hard. No, 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 no. I'm done. <laughs> My bad. All right. That's advance the Raiders. Get the water. Dang, I wish I had my parachute base. I guess I'm going to pay one more water. Put out the Mimic who can copy one of my ready characters or an undamaged enemy. Thinking good. I'm going to start tip. Molongar stinging you. If you don't damage my Molongar sting, I'm going to win next turn.
0: <laughs> Send this robot
1: and the catapult.
0: In the catapult directly into Molgar. You That's good. it. That's it.
1: Raiders come in, so you get a damage. Alright, so I have a Punk, so the Rabble Rouser can deal a damage, and I'll hit your outpost. All right, destroy one of my people and then do a damage. So I'll destroy the punk, do a damage to your Doomsayer. i got one water left. It costs one less for each destroyed camp I have. I have two destroyed camps, so I'm gonna pay one to do a damage to your Doomsayer and kill him. And that's my turn.
0: Okay, well, I don't know how well this is gonna turn out for me, but I might do something. I'm gonna pay that, but then I'm gonna do this, toss him.
1: But if I can last one more turn. Did you spend all your water there? Yep. I go gain a punk, and then I can, um, mimic the cult leader to deal a damage to your catapult and then i can just use the cult leader and finish off your catapult
0: all right whatever <laughs>
1: that was close though you almost had me when these
0: days i'm gonna dance in your face Phil. <laughs> this is gonna be the most glorious dance all right good game good
1: game i'm thinking our move should be now that the game playing is over like the last thing we'll talk about can be like a spoiler full because because now is the time to dip out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got what you're saying. And so we we can go all in describing Moon Knight, and if people don't want to hear it...
0: Then they can kiss our hands. Our hands? Yes. Our fingers. <laughs> our royal fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh,
1: you are a longtime Moon Knight fan in I general. Am. I am. So I, my impression of the show so far is it's good, so I feel like you're going to be super pumped about it.
0: I am, man. I think they're doing a fantastic job. I think right out the gate, the first thing that they did right was not thematically tied into the MCU. There's no oh, reference yeah. to any event or hero. Uh, it's pretty much its own isolated corner. Just know that it's taking place in the MCU. Yeah. And, interesting enough, in the latest episode, there's a um, uh, whatever that political geopolitical group was that was helping people back from the blip. Yeah. There's a banner for them on the bus. Oh, neat. Fight scene. So like that's their way of saying, like, hey, we're it's not like the Defenders of Spider Man where it's like MCU adjacent. Right.
1: It's is in the MCU, it's just not good we're not gonna as of Yeah. Now, you don't you don't need, you know, Thor to show up and everything.
0: Right. You know? Like so <laughs> or uh, them talking about like as much as I love the Daredevil show, the constant referral to the event was a little annoying. I mean, but it's just a minor gripe for such a good yeah. show. Now I feel you. Yeah. Man, they're doing such a good job at handling the main character's dissociative yeah. identity disorder. Like, it's so good. And it's so, like, Oscar Isaac is obviously having a ball. And, mm-hmm. and it's really showing through. I love the fact that episode one is mostly Steven. So two is, like, mostly Steven, but it's setting up for now to be, moving forward, probably mostly Mark. And maybe we get another Uh, because how many
1: identities does he have in the comic i feel like you said there's three main ones three
0: main ones in the second episode they revealed that ethan Hawke's character who his name from the comics is a very trivial villain like he's Mm -hmm. only been in one issue i think over the 30 odd years that moon knight's been a character 40 odd years um but like arthur harrow in the comics was like a a neuroscientist uh, turned thief that like Mm -hmm. wanted to like figure out a way to like stop pain so I thought in the first episode, when he puts Glass in his shoes, I thought maybe that might be them setting up for him to be a like yeah. a new version of that character. But in episode two, they reveal that he
1: was previously Moon Knight. Yeah, That guess. was interesting. I feel like that just hit me with lore really fast.
0: Like, in the best way possible.
1: Like, I feel like they're doing such a good
0: job world building, and they're not dragging their feet, and they're not really... Like, episode one was, like, the best opening to the marvel shows i think it was like the best pilot
1: i like how it was real mysterious about him like locking himself in bed and putting sand around his bed and yeah, the tape fish
0: being replaced
1: i really liked how they kind of like off camera did the cool stuff yeah where it was like he's like shaky and then yeah. he was like what happened and then there's like, like blood on him blood. or whatever yeah, yeah yeah i thought that was pretty crazy i did disappoint myself a little bit like it's totally my fault but I was like, what if the second episode is just from the perspective of Mark and we see all the stuff he didn't see? And then we didn't. And I was like, Oh <laughs> Yeah,
0: I get that. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of people would be like, we just saw that. I know. We don't need to see it from Mark's point.
1: I know. It would be more complicated writing. And I feel like the payoff would be cool if they successfully did it. Yeah. But totally, it's totally fine they didn't. But I was like really hoping the show would be uh, like one of my favorite Netflix originals, Living With Yourself or whatever, where it's like... You'd see a storyline, and then you'd see it from the uh, the clone perspective or whatever. I
0: think I remember you talking about yeah. it. Before.
1: Did you ever see Living With Yourself?
0: With no, Paul Rudd? No, no, no. But you you definitely talked about it. Now that you said it's Paul Rudd.
1: How have you not watched it yet? I have no idea, Dude. Okay. But it's like eight episodes, half hour episodes. Yeah. Um,
0: Is it like relatively
1: new? It was pre-pandemic. Oh, okay. So it feels relatively new, but it yeah. had to have been four years ago.
0: Yeah. At this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to check it out. Dude. It's Paul Rudd. Like a clone sci-fi thing. Yes,
1: I'm like mad at you for having not seen it. So sorry. So sorry. You watch it. We gonna talk about it next episode. every game we ever play. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to my
0: world. (laughs) Uh,
1: Uh, No, yeah, yeah, but Moon Knight, super cool, and like the, but the lore is so deep. I feel like it's like coming at me because it's also like. You know, when you're watching uh, like Thor and Loki, I'm like, I feel like I've seen some Norse mythology. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I see what's, but I'm like, I don't know, I don't know any Egyptian mythology.
0: I know enough. You know? I know enough. Just
1: Cause because even I'm they start with him, like complaining nerd. about the poster being like, oh, there should be nine gods instead of seven. Yeah, that, you know, I'm that like, I didn't know. That, like, oh my gosh, yeah, that I'm like, it's like it's not just. Egyptian mythology—it's like deep cuts. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't just like talk about Horus. Yeah, but no, this is a good point. Like the the villain is a former Moon Knight. I think that's really interesting.
0: Yeah, and Ethan Hawke crushes it. Dude, too. He's, he's really great. good. He's—I'm loving him as a villain. Like he's so oh, good. Yeah. He's like quietly intimidating. It's in the second episode, when he brings Steve into the like the little
1: gives him that lentil soup. Their,
0: yeah, their little Oliver Twist hangout yeah. spot. <laughs> he's like. He's like, hey, let me show you around. You can have this. You can have that. Let me get you some soup. Let me do this. You know, blah blah blah. But then, like, when he starts things not start going his way, like he's for real intimidating, and he doesn't even like lift a finger. Like he doesn't even do the the crocodile seesaw thing on his arms. Well, I mean, because he know it wouldn't work. But still, it's like <laughs>
1: crocodile
0: seesaw. Yeah, the scale thing. There he yeah. puts his little cane. What's a crocodile? They're Crocodile. The scales are Crocodile. And his cane what? are two Crocodile heads. I was wondering
1: why it's so weirdly shaped.
0: Yeah, it, this his cane are two Crocodile heads uh, like back-to-back back, and the scale is the same thing. <laughs> or like the tops of the scales.
1: Okay, say. I'm gonna watch it for that next time. Yeah. That makes it's okay, sense. okay, don't
0: feel bad because I didn't catch it the first time either. It took me a second. You rewatched it? Yeah.
1: And See, I knew you'd be so pumped about Moon Knight.
0: It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, I
1: also like that the Mark dude is like married. Yeah, and that's,
0: like, crazy. And he's trying to divorce her to protect her. Which yeah. I
1: understand his logic, but
0: it's like that whole trope is interesting to me, I guess. I love the fact that
1: Mr. Knight came in episode two. Dude, I thought it was... Because I know you mentioned you, how you yeah. liked him or whatever. He's sitting right there. That, I laughed so <laughs> hard <laughs> when he was like, This is the only suit I could think of. Yeah, for. he's like, what, the, what are we wearing?
0: Not psycho, what do you call him? Psycho Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Uh, but i love the fact that um because like mr knight in the comics he's like a uh he's more intelligent than he is physical but yeah. if he needs to be physical he's fully capable of handling himself
1: No, i remember you saying that and i th- and i picked up on that how he's like oh what are these golden rods like i feel like he could fight you know yeah well anyway with the superpowers, yeah he, like,
0: punches him and they're like the good tree. punch yeah. yeah
1: but i also remember you saying how he's like kind of the smart one or whatever And I was like, oh, yeah, because his character is, like, with all the facts and all the information. Yeah. Like, I can see his character arc forming where he's going to be, like... Yeah, if it's Steven, he's going to be Mr. Knight. Yes, like, when he takes on the fact that he's going to be a superhero, he'll be, like, all smarty about it.
0: I would totally love if, like, Steven's Moon Knight is Mr. Knight. And then Mark's Moon Knight is the Moon Knight. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty sure that's what they're setting up. That's what it feels like.
0: And then if they don't introduce Jake Lockley, that's fine. That's the third personality. No, He's like the cabbie driver that, like, he's the dude on the street that, like, gets all the street intel on, like, you know, villains and stuff like that. At this point, there's really no need for it.
1: I feel like if I was structuring a TV show, that's kind of like the finale moment. Because it's like, uh-oh, third personality. And pops up for yeah. season two. Yeah. Or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm totally down for that. Uh I, I just, man, I love it. I love it so much. I love the fact that they imply that Moon Knight, right from the get-go, Moon Knight is super strong. because, oh, like, yeah. Presumably, he's the one who threw the sink at the jackal thing. I mean, that was my favorite part of the premiere uh-huh. was, like, when he, when Steven's like, yeah, okay, take over so you can save us or whatever. And he gets jumped and then it's just a bunch of, like, off-camera grunts and hits and, like, stuff smashing. And then, like, the sink flies out. And then we follow the jackal getting drugged back in. And then he, like, pummels it. Yeah. And then the the reveal of the full costume. Man,
1: so, yeah, that was so cool. good.
0: I like how, also, like, he's got the mummy wraps. Like, he's, like, it's, like, all bandages. Like, that's mm-hmm. not what Moon Knight looks like in the comics at all. Other than the cow and the cape and the little crescent thing but as far as like the uh detail of it like looking like he's a mummy like that's new and that's but i'm i'm so, all for it's it and it works visually so i'm super excited where it's going i think it might be my favorite uh, when it's all said and done it's,
1: it's early to say but i feel like if it was like my favorite superhero with a show done this well so i would be there, so man. pumped
0: it's like iron man daredevil Moon Knight, blade strange like all the weird guys. Oh, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Broken, like, not-so-great heroes or all the weird paranormal ones. Those are my favorites. Star I see heroes. that. I
1: see that. Oh, dude. Do you have uh, some glasses to drink Pepsi Nitro?
0: Yeah. Would you like me to fetch them?
1: Yeah. I'll be Go right Go do off. that. That's how we're gonna finish. Moon Knight is great. Let's drink Pepsi Nitro. Gentle, generous. What are these cups? <laughs> Reliable, <laughs> you know, empathy. I can't, I can't even begin to tell you, my friend. These uh.
0: Are we had these since we were married not you and i but
1: <laughs> the review i saw said the vanilla tastes better i was like we should do one of each okay i don't have covid do you want to share drinks <laughs> i also don't have covid sure okay <laughs> it's got instructions because this is nitrogen infused soda which um
0: oh yeah chill can pour hard admire and enjoy
1: okay we gotta admire it how how big are these glasses
0: uh 16 ounce i
1: think all right well this is a 16 ounce can so it's right. gonna overflow if you fill it all the way up, I guess. No, fill it all the way. Okay. <laughs> I've never poured a nitrogen-infused drink before. That's true. I'm uh, worried about making I'm a, a mess.
0: Guinness guy.
1: Pour hard. This, this is fun. Well, you want the foamy head. That's the whole point, right?
0: Yeah, but you don't want like a huge oh. foamy
1: head. Am I pouring it hard enough?
0: Yeah, you're pouring it pretty <laughs> hard, man. Look at that.
1: You admiring it?
0: Yeah. Look at that. Look at that color. In your greed of purple glass, smells great.
1: It it seems very Pepsi-ish, except with this larger foam head. All right, cheers. Cheers. Mm. That's creamy. Mm. That is good. I like vanilla sodas a lot, so this one's hitting the spot. Whoa! Now let me taste this plain Jane Pepsi Nitro. Yeah, go for it. Actually, the vanilla one
0: is where it's at.
1: Yeah, like this. This is weird because it tastes like a Pepsi, but with this weird creamy thing on top
0: yeah like it's a, not bad like almost like a guinness cream which would just be irish cream right guinness cream. <laughs> Whatever.
1: that's good but i think it is the vanilla is definitely a winner
0: 100 agree they're both very very good though like i kind of feel after just one i'm already spoiled i'm like i don't want a regular pepsi like i yeah. kind of dig this like yeah creamier pepsi especially the vanilla Whew. I Had a uh, butter beer at brunch today. There's yeah. a place that had a Hogwarts themed brunch. Oh, nice! And they made me a little butter beer, and it was <laughs> delicious. And Sadie <laughs> tried it, and she was like, "That's disgusting." And I was like, "You're not. You're not real. You're not. Real.
1: <laughs> you're not an adult yet. <sighs> you don't know anything about Harry Potter that. drinks." It's like, does it? Is it like flat now that the foam is gone?
0: Kind of has like a little bit of a.
1: It doesn't taste flat. It feels flat.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, that texture of it, like, sitting out in the sun.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't taste bad. No. It just feels like it. So, better than Pepsi Blue. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. It's on point. It's really good.
0: Thumbs up. We're going to do
1: the patented. There we go. We're not supposed (laughs) to thumb wrestle. No, no. no. Hey, Arnold. Woo, woo, woo. You remember that? (laughs) I I didn't have Nickelodeon as a kid. That's right.
0: I always forget that (laughs) sad, sad detail. like
1: it it was so crazy we were always like really excited to visit my grandma because she had cable and we just like would watch nickelodeon 24 7
0: i mean why wouldn't you if you've gotten that long without it and then you also have have it or an opportunity to have it
1: we're like no grandma we don't want to spend time with you you'll be around forever we need to watch all that (laughs) stick stickly we need it
0: (laughs) dude i wrote to him several times
1: yeah as a child did they ever read it your letter i have no idea (laughs)
0: Uh, cause I would That's get vo- true. I'd get bored. You'd miss waiting, it. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Because like, I would write in to like request a show or something, or an episode of a show. And then I would spend all afternoon watching Stick Stickly, and then I would get super bored because I wouldn't get what I wanted. And I'd be like, I'm going to go play 64. Yes. I'm going to go play Pokemon Snake. They
1: had, a, they had a bit with some guy named Meltman, right? That was like, this like, fake superhero who just melted. Oh, that was just just, Kablamm. Like, like, yeah, and it was on stick stickly. But they just but... like threw that action figure on a grill, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like
0: melt man <laughs> with the power to melt. <laughs> it was like Scuba Sam or something, or the no, the who's what was he? Under <clears throat> Excuse me, the underdiver? he's <laughs> I thought a diaper, right? <laughs> no. Diver, because he swam through toilet. Like, pipes. Oh, them. yeah. And then there was uh, Thunder Girl Who Flies Like Thunder. <laughs> and I feel like flesh, you can I think.
1: You can tell that this is the media that shaped us.
0: Stinky Diver. There we go. See? <laughs> it's because he dove into toilets. I just also remember Thunder Girl because her song was like Thunder Girl She Flies Like Thunder and everyone was like How does thunder fly?
1: does <laughs> that mean? That is awesome. I feel like it 16 ounces is like too much. Oh, it's 13.65 fluid ounces. So I would assume that these are 13.5. Well, they could be 16-ounce glasses because we stopped because of the foamy head. Oh, gotcha. You know? Or 404 milliliters for our friends across the pond. Hmm. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I like vanilla Coke. For some yeah. reason I didn't care for vanilla Pepsi.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of with you. Because I, I would just say in general, Pepsi is the lesser of the two beverages. I mean, come on. Let's be real here. I only know one person who's like Pepsi all the way <laughs> It's like uh, every
0: time I go to a restaurant and they're like I'm like, Can I get a Coke? And they're like, Is Pepsi okay?
1: I mean oh, I was like okay is the correct one word my for options, it.
0: Options. Water What am I a plebe? I wanna bring that one back <laughs> <laughs> It's a word that doesn't get used enough. Like as plebe. an insult, I'm like you're <laughs> such a plebe.
1: Could be such a plebe, man. That could be a thing for our show.
0: <laughs> every time I lose to you be like God, Phil, you're such a plebe. <laughs> Doesn't even pertain to the insult at all. Wow. Um, don't
1: be a plebe. Rate our podcast. Oh yeah, that's good. On uh, Apple Podcasts. I don't even know where we're found. Uh,
0: <laughs> Spotify, probably Apple Podcasts. Yeah, because for I sure think, Spotify. That's what.
1: I think the hardest thing about having this show is the amount of self promoting we should be doing.
0: Yeah, we're not too. Not great Not a
1: yet. fan. Not a fan of self promotion. <laughs>
0: <sighs> Maybe that's why we're not going to make it in the big leagues. <laughs> I will Except say so that was super rad. The, the, it was, uh, you know, like radiated and radical. Yeah, both. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Check us out. Definitely leave a review. We like let's self promote. We're a good show. We are worth listening slash watching to. That's right. You know, it's enough of this. Let's get rid of all this negativity. You know, let's just be happy. Well, cheers to you, sir. Cheers to you all, sirs and madams. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Till next time.
0: Keep it above the board. Above the Pepsi. Above the Pepsi. <laughs> keep, keep it foamy like a Pepsi <laughs>
1: nightshirt. Keep it <laughs> I don't know. Goodbye. Good night everyone.